this is Kaylee with the Warrior Pioneers podcast. You're listening to a very interesting episode because in this one, I chatted with Kate Liu, who is a full-time mom and nighttime painter. Kate has been organizing paint sessions for San Francisco Warrior Pioneers for a while now, and she really enjoys it. In this interview, she shared her art journey as well as some very useful tips for fellow parent painters. Hope you're enjoying Kate's company as much as I did. Hi, this is Kate. I'm from Taiwan. I moved to Vancouver when I was 17. And I went to, doesn't count as art school, but it's a fine art degree in University of Victoria. Uh, graduated there and then uh, worked in games as a texture artist. And But my real passion is film. Have you worked on films yet? Well, um, I, w- I had a one-year contract at Pixar. Uh, after that, I didn't end up staying, but that's a whole other story. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I, I lo- I'm a film nerd. I love film. I used to watch film alphabetically. Like it, all it, kinds it, of films or, or anything? All kinds of it. I went down the list. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. back in Canada, there's, a, there's something like Netflix that mails you DVDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I went down the list. I went as far as see some, see something. Um, a crying game. And that's when my coworkers around me is like, hey, what are you doing? Why are you watching such miserable films? <laughs> Why didn't you go to school for film then? I did. I, um, after I graduated from uh, UVic, I uh, went on a master's degree in film production. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where? Still in Canada? Uh, Montreal. Didn't finish that because uh-huh. it turned out to be a very theory-heavy program. Oh, you okay. talk about that yeah, yeah. actually making stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They're not talking about how to produce <laughs> one. They're talking about the, the contemporary aspects of film concept, you know, very high on like, well, mm. so that, that's not me. I'm a hands-on person. I yeah, do stuff. yeah. After that, I uh, attended a couple uh, college courses on actual how, actually how to do film. And those are really fun, like prop designs and you know, the actual filming something. Those were fun. Um, but then those industry professionals told us, if you're ready to be working on film, you better be a man. You better be single with no family. <laughs> if you're a woman who wants the family, probably not for you. So, were they talking about film production specifically? They're, they're, they're talking about being a film crew. Oh, you oh, need to okay. be on the go, mm-hmm, young, mm-hmm. buff, ready to work with no attachments. But then there's post-production. And I was like, maybe I can do, pro- I like computers. I can do art. I would look into post-production. But back then, uh, getting to film visual effects is much harder. And games are much easier. There's just a lot more of them. So I got into games. My, my husband is a software engineer, but a longtime gamer. Um, he showed me some really beautiful adventure games. I'm like, I can do that. Sure. Um, well, so I started painting Photoshops and learned Maya on my own and applied into game companies as a 3D artist, got a job, and then eventually graduated towards uh, texture special 
And then you, you went to school again. No, I mean, you took classes again. I took classes. I mostly learned Maya on my own. Mm-hmm. And uh, took some short-term classes on you know, from building to animation to, to production, how to make your own uh, demo reel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you have worked in films for a while. Oh, yes. And games. Yeah. How many years together? Uh, seven. That was like 10 years ago. After Pixar, I tried, I tried very hard to, you know, find other work. But then that time, 2010, 2011, was a really bad time for the effects industry. Every job that I got a lead on ended up closing their shop, like Rhythm and Hughes. And uh, Digital Domain went down. DreamWorks up in Redwood City closes as well. So everywhere I got leads, they're like, uh, we're closed. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So yeah, really bad timing. So I'm like, well, there's no movement in my career from, so time to have a kid, I'm getting old. <laughs> so it was yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and haven't been able to work since since, since I settled. I'm not free, free to move to, to any studio I want now. So I can't find work. I was hoping this pandemic, my good thing out of it is I might finally get some remote work again. Yeah, 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 that's true. I mean, actually, right now, um, me and my husband's working on our own indie game. Oh. Yeah, because he's like, I have a game idea. And then he looked at me. You were doing art for me. I'm like, not until you do those dishes. <laughs> so, um, you guys have a very interesting dynamic at home. <laughs> well, this, I, I won't be able to work for you unless, um, um, unless you know, I don't have to do extra work. Like you have to give me time to work. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But right now no one's working because my kid is at home. We're teachers, we're playmates, and we're exercise buddies. And after that, I need to paint. Okay, <laughs> speaking of your paintings, how long have you been painting traditionally and how did you start? You see, my parents, they're both art teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, Asian parents are against kids going to art. Um, My parents are as well. All throughout growing up in Taiwan, I didn't have any art education from them. Like, of course, when they they did something artistic, when when my dad has some projects or my mom has her calligraphy contacts, I'm always there, you know, learning stuff, observing stuff. And I have natural art tendencies. Throughout middle school and high school, I was I volunteered to be the person who decorates the classroom. So six years of decorating classroom experience. Every time I bring my project home, my parents would give me some tips, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. There was no formal education from my parents or encouragement from them until I moved to Canada with my mom. I need to take um, transfer credits from college so I can transfer to universities. Right. I run the classes to take. I'm no good at math. I took some psychology. I took some earth and ocean science. What else is there to take? Painting and drawing? Sure. I'll give it a try. (laughs) I always liked to draw dolls when I was little. The first day of art class for me 
and my dad happened to visit us 10 minutes before I leave the house to drive to the school. My parents stopped me in front of the garage, give me a 10 minute crash course. Um, this is how lighting supposed to turn from light and dark. And that is how shadow works. And if you put the background objects more towards the back, you should make it darker, you know, less, less poppy, save the poppy part for the front, front object. I'm like, at, at the time I'm like, okay, I'll try to remember that. And, and now when I think back, it's like, dude, you guys, 18 years, no art lessons. And then 10 minutes of crash course before I go to my first art, first painting class. That was, uh, that was something. What, what kind of art teachers were they? Like, ah, my dad is, he still is. Um, mm -hmm. He teaches interior design at a university in Taiwan. He did that for the past 10, 10 or 20 years. Before that, he is an actual interior designer. But, in, but later years, he's, he's teaching now. He's in his 90s. He's still oh, teaching. Still teaching. Wow. Yep. Mom has, she's, a, she's retired middle school art teacher for 35 years. So yeah. in their idea, art is good as long as you become a teacher. Then why didn't they want you to do art? They did. Well, the art program in Taiwan at that time was for kids who is no good at studying. So people had the impression of kids who went there are just had, you know, highlighting their hair and long <laughs> fingernails and dating all day. Yeah. That's yeah. the sort of art student stereotypes mm -hmm. back then. So they don't encourage that. They want me to go to the proper college and university road. And later when I, when I showed any sort of potential in art in Canada, they want they encourage me to become the art teacher route. Oh, okay, okay. So so I did pursue that for a while. I, I needed to um to have an education degree, I need to have volunteer hours at school. So mm -hmm. I tried that out. Volunteer, you need to deal with kids of all ages from preschool to high school. I didn't like any of them. <laughs> the preschool kids are they break my hair and they can bicker back and forth with you. That sounds horrible. <laughs> it sounds so horrible. Bad. I have no bad. idea how to deal with the kids. Let me deal with computer art. I like to deal with computers. <laughs> they don't talk back. Yeah. Okay. My parents were pleased that I got my first game job. Mm -hmm. And that, oh, you found your own way. Good for you. And it even pays a lot better. So at that point on, they trust me and just let me go. Mm. When you went to fine art major for college, mm. do you want to continue to paint traditionally? That Actually, because it's not a typical art school like Sheridan, um, uh, UVic's art department back at that time, I don't know about now, but back at that time was quite theoretical as well. They talk about the contemporary art and theories of art. And there's not actually a lot of painting and techniques that I would love to learn. I didn't even learn any perspective mm. from the class. So okay. I was really missing all that fundamentals of art. I had to catch, catch that up in schoolism. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> when, when? When did you get on schoolism? 
or as soon as they came out, uh, six years ago, maybe, they came out and I'm like, ooh, guys and robbers class. I got to get on that. Right. So throughout your art life or art experience, most mm. of the things you learned on your own or just, on my own, yes, yeah, yeah, or through like the internet or some art classes, colleagues, oh. other other artists doing oh. work. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's like it's through uh, while I was at Double Fine Games. Um, it's through other artists mm-hmm. around me that I know about plein air. Okay, okay. Talk about that. Yeah. Um, Scott Campbell and Nathan Stapley. And I know that they know dice. And I know that at some point they went out to paint together, I think. And I was like, oh, plein air isn't just something that the people back at the Impressionist period do, you know, outside with a big beard gentleman in suits. It's no longer that. The people around me is doing that too. I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe one day I can do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So did you go out to paint with them? I wasn't, I, I wanted to, but I, would, I don't think I was ever invited because, you know, they are, <laughs> they're that level and I'm just an eager young person. I was not in that crowd back right, then. Right. Maybe I could be now, but they're all over the place. I, I did want to learn how to plein air. And of course, I found a wonderful Nathan Faust giving workshops in LA. Mm-hmm. And my husband drove down to LA, attend his workshop twice mm. okay yeah in, in two years I, I i went twice and learned a lot mm-hmm. learned what kind of uh stuff to buy the the equipment what kind of brushes what kind of paint to get i learned a lot from him would you say that you were very interested in planner after you learned that this is something you can do <laughs> yeah definitely uh we like to go hiking so mm-hmm. every time everywhere i go hike i always bring my stool and my paint bag and just paint. But I was almost always on my own. I didn't have anyone to paint with. I tried to find other paint groups. Um, I found the figure drawing group Tuesday afternoon in Los Gatos back then. Everyone there also does some painting here and there, but they're mostly sweet old ladies who like to paint their cats, <laughs> which is very nice. But if I want to talk about Nathan Fowles or Dyson Sumi, nobody knows them. Mm. Well, I still want to find my own crowd, even though mm-hmm, I'm not working. Mm-hmm. I tried on my own at home too. I bought, bought a white light lamp so I can do it at night. But you know, hit and miss. There was no support group that does it regularly like we do now. Mm. So it was okay, hit and okay. miss. Yeah, then how did you find out about Warrior Painters? Well, following Angela. <laughs> I'm like, wow, it's so nice. You guys paint together in LA, have friends, you know. And as soon as I saw that Gia is starting a grouping, I said, I'm like, <gasps> me, I'm coming. I don't know how far it is. I'm coming. I don't care if, I, if my kid needs me that day, I'm coming. We're all going together. Yeah, I heard for the first few sessions, sometimes it was just you and Gia, huh? It was for the longest time, for a few months, it was just me and her. It was very nice because we both speak English and Chinese. So we switched back and forth. We talk about Chinese stuff. And then later on, you guys had a lot of other people because you you two were organizing all the events and somehow you met more people. And when I saw the photos... After oh, Lightbox, more okay, people okay. heard about the SF branch, so more people showed up. When I saw the group photo, 
I was like, wow, they got a lot, a lot more people now. <laughs> yeah, and especially the San Jose State kids、uh-huh. got to know them during Lightbox, and then now they, well, they were joining us before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, this just happened when when SF、uh, branch was growing really. I know. <laughs> <laughs> just because, just when we're all becoming friends. Yeah, we we need to get more people on Discord. Um, but I think just people they like the group because we went out together. But right yeah, now, it's because I know online, them. So right, yeah, it's hard to form a connection, faceless online.、Mm-hmm. So, oh well, we'll just have to wait. Yeah, wait yeah, be over. Do you like to paint from photos? It's not that I like to paint from photos. It's the only kind of painting I can do from now. Because if I'm single, I go out. I go out and paint. But I'm not single, and all my day is being with my family. And I cook. I'm very big on on healthy eating and boosting your immune system. So I cook everything from scratch. That takes a lot of time. So after I put her to bed at nine thirty, that's when I'm exhausted. But I have to paint, so sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. Oh, how how often do you, like how many times do you paint in a week? I try to I try to do every week's prompt, the warrior painter prompt. I try to do that,、mm-hmm. and I can't finish in one go. I have to probably three three evenings. I have to prep things and find references. And then structure my composition value, and then and then paint maybe a bit tonight, and then a bit more next night. If I'm too tired, then I have to let it go to to next day. So、mm-hmm. it's I can only have photo references. Yes, yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and then at least I have one every week. I would、mm-hmm. like to do more. I'm the kind of、um, artist that needs a push. I mean, some、mm-hmm. some artists needs to slow down. I'm the kind I need to push. So, warrior painter weekly thing is really important to me. So、yeah. I can push myself at least have one painting out a week. Right, right. Tell me more about the project you're doing with your daughter's、uh, class. You're painting、right. the portraits for the kids, right? Oh no, that's that's not a <laughs> that's not a project. That's just me being unemployed to find to find the outlet to paint. <laughs> it is a project. That's how you define a project. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>、okay. Well, I volunteer myself as a yearbook mom. I don't think it's hard. I can do it, and I much prefer this as a way for me to participate as opposed to lead field trips. I can barely handle my own kid. I cannot handle six kids and make sure where they are at all time and yelling throughout a crowded space. Not gonna do that. I'm gonna contribute by painting quietly in front of my computer. But those paintings look gorgeous. I really love them. I try my best. I find portraits that I like online,、um, painterly style, and I collect them. And then I take photos of kids throughout the year because I know what angle and what kind of light I want. And then I pick the best, sort them out, and paint them. It took me a whole whole. Six months to to do all that. How many portraits you said? Six. Twenty. Twenty. Twenty kids. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. Where are they going to publish it into the yearbook? At the back. I always have a back painting of my own for the yearbook. It's the third year I'm doing yearbook. Probably the last year because there's there's no more school this year. 
this is the first year I, I did portraits. Previous two years, I did landscapes of the school. Yeah. That's cool. What does your daughter think about your painting? She gets bored of them because I paint a bit every day. And she's <laughs> like, mommy, what is that? That doesn't look like me. I would tell her, can you tell who this is? Uh, Lance? Yeah, good. <laughs> I saw that um, you're also teaching your daughter painting. Not really teaching. You know, I try to, in- try to include her. Does she like art? Yes, she's very artistic. But she's also very, she judged herself a lot mm. already. Oh, she got that artist personality ready already. <laughs> yes, without the skill yet, she already has the temper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I can see so many paintings in your background. Like her, hers. From her. Yeah, it's hers. Yeah, I, I display her art. That's her gallery. What about your Literal. paintings? My painting? It's like, do little, you hang them little up? Little books, either? little oh, little sketchbooks. Okay, okay. If anyone to buy our katsukatsu out of my book, I'll send it to you. You can bring uh, it yourself. Uh, oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> but you do sell your paintings online? I want to. I don't know how. Uh, Are I you sold the, selling? Uh, for the Planar April coasters, mm-hmm. I sold three. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Well, Maybe okay. later if we have group show, I can sell them more. Okay. Me and Jia, we're, we're trying to set up shows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before the pandemic so yeah but but it's gonna take a while for uh, all those shows or conventions to come back again that's so. okay my paintings aren't going anywhere and i'm still getting better anyway so. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll have a digital gallery first that's what i was thinking that'd be good i'm looking at my questions so we talked a lot about your yeah. journey already do you remember what you painted for the first time <laughs> that question okay Whatever it is, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what, how old yes. you were? I, I remember uh, first painting class. Still life, big canvas and a bowl of fruit. Apples, bananas, grapes, pear, you know, in the middle of the painting class. So oh. that was the painting class where your parents gave you that 10-minute prep talk? Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then afterwards, my dad came into the studio on weekends to show me how to paint. Oh. I think I learned more from him than my teachers. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I know. <laughs> so um, I started uh, in my painting doing the uh, fruit. I drew a cent- ban- banana in the center, and then I started working on the banana. And then in the middle of the class, painting teacher took my painting, showed the rest of the class. This is the classic banana fixation. Everyone, make sure you paint every object as equal steps as opposed to focus on one object. Otherwise, you ended up with a finished banana and nothing else. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I remember that. Uh Oh, I'm like, oh, okay. Does that matter? I think you can paint one thing and paint another, no? <laughs> well, I guess I was told not to, but I remember banana fixa- fixation for life. That's funny. That's fun. <laughs> uh, what about painting mediums? What are some mediums you have tried and what is your favorite? It really depends. If I go out for plein air group, I will bring my gouache and I'll bring an uh, iPad. If it's a scene that I... S- think it's manageable with gouache, I will do gouache. If it's like 
then knowing how am I going to do that in gouache and succeed, I'm going to do heavy paint. Right. What about like uh, watercolor, oils, uh, I tried watercolor in the beginning because I was following Dice tutorial on his own blog back then. He says watercolor oh, for all the colors and white for gouache because white you want to be able to cover up other parts. Yeah. So I did that for a long time. But then watercolor is hard. So eventually I switched to gouache because it covers up almost all my mistakes. Yeah. So your favorite is still gouache? Because I'm lazy and I make lots of mistakes. Gouache is the easiest. <laughs> no, no, it's not you. It's just this medium is really good. That's why everyone loves it. Yeah, right? Pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite subject to paint recently? I don't have a favorite subject, but everything I paint... I have to get a reference myself. It's from the photos I took throughout life, um, throughout my trips or around my neighborhood. I have a hard time just finding references online and mm. just, just paint that. I have no emotional connection to it. Like I, I have to find that thing, oh, attractive. I, I want to explore how to paint that. Or I have seen how other artists render this kind of scene before. I want to try so whatever subject it is, I have to have a connection with the first. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And also, because you took the photos, you've been yeah. there, you, you can remember how that felt. I can remember the mood. Mm -hmm. I, I, don't, I don't have a connection with the random pictures online. Right. Unless it's for uh, character reference. Uh, mm -hmm. What are some of the planner artists you look up to? I really, I really like Dice Tsumi's artwork, whether digital or his watercolor, really impressive. I think his artwork has a universal appeal. There, there's something about it that just connect with so many people. And uh, I also uh, want to talk about Zach, Zach Ratz. Um, he mentored me for two years before he became mega star of the Spider-Man you know, <laughs> world. Back then he was just a regular star. You know, he was doing Patreon back then. Was that like once a week or? Uh, once a month. Okay. Once a month. Um, usually other patrons uh, give him a painting and he will give you a, a, a video feedback. I have like five. But he was very nice. He went through all with me every month. I learned a lot from him. I took advantage of him for two years. <laughs> no, no, no. You're supporting him too. I'm sure he was happy. <laughs> But now he gets too busy, huh? He no, no, he yeah. is. He's such a celebrity. Has no time for <laughs> anyone else, and he has. Uh, he only has time to build his arm muscles. His, oh, his biceps gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> okay, who else? <laughs> and I would love to take a, a, with a class with Peter Chan mm -hmm, on wash. Mm -hmm. I would love to take a class with him, but I don't live down there. And last thing, um, Alex Beck. I found him on the internet. He paints, in my opinion, he's painting people's dreams because everything's a bit blurry, but very sharp at the same time. And there is a mood, but not quite sure what the object is, but there's definitely a mood. I marvel at people like that. Artists like that are like those glowing fawn spirits in your forest. Like, don't go, let me look at you. What, how are you existing? I haven't seen his artwork. I'll look into it later. Cool. 
Uh, and we talked about a little bit about Warrior Painters. How did you join the group? Right. You want to talk more about what you like the most about the group? Friends. <laughs> I like the friends that I meet. And also, I can, I, I, I can uh, not be a mom for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get to be alone with other artists. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. My husband and kid, they can either come with me and play on the side by themselves. I pack them a picnic and bring toys. Or, you know, they choose to stay at home if it's too far, if it's in like SF or East Bay. Yeah, so I got to be on my own. I don't have to worry about other people. I don't have to be in service of other people for two hours. I just remember who I am, which is very important because being a mom 24 hours for seven years, you forget, you forget who you are. Wow, that's a very good point. So like yeah. using, using painting, using art, you feel like it's your um, personal it's me time. space. Yeah, me time. And it's also for yourself. And yeah. you, you appreciate that. Yeah, and I come back a happier person. But also your husband and your daughter, they're both very supportive, right? Well, they better. I support them for the rest of the week. Just give me the <laughs> half a day on a weekend. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you're doing awesome art too. I'm sure they're really proud of you. Yeah, I, I yeah, definitely. But you know, it, if I'm not having professional work, it kind of you know it can be put off. What do you mean? Well, if I'm just doing painting on my own for my own sake, it's if there's an emergency in the house, I have to put it off. Uh, Whereas if you have paid work. Okay, everything okay. else doesn't matter you have to it, make hand. it's like your your painting career <laughs> is not <laughs> is not making money so it's uh, like it's more flexible so you need to adjust your time to yeah. meet other family yeah. needs instead of like yeah keep going. i have bits of time here and there to paint mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. if i'm not too tired yeah but, but when your daughter gets a little older and when the school opens, you oh. have a lot more time. <laughs> One day we can all dream that will happen again. <laughs> until then, until then, we just do the weekly paintings, make sure mm -hmm. we're, you know, keep up to speed. Last time during Plenier April, I painted every day for 30 days, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's when that 30 days of practice really gave me a huge boost in my skill. <laughs> so I improve every time I, I paint. So that's great motivation for me. Do you also sketch? Do you me? can sketch your daughter while I she's did. playing games. I did. Uh, I, I, I usually join um, Inktober. Okay. It's coming yeah. up. Only two months left. Yeah. Inktober is much easier to handle than planning April. It's just, it just depends on the ink. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. You guys are crazy painting every day. <laughs> mm. That was a lot. Uh, a couple of years ago, I did an Inktober drawing my daughter for 30 days. Mm. Okay, can't yeah. wait to see what you do this Inktober. Also, uh, joining the Warrior Painter connect me with a lot of local artists. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I have no idea how to do concept art for games. Mm. And I reached out to uh, Eddie and June, Eddie Mendoza and June Tran they come out and you know paint with me and then they mm -hmm. give me a lot of tips yeah so i now have a bit more resources of people 
if I want to learn something, if I want to learn how to draw characters, expression, I know who to ask. Mm. All because of the yeah. artists I met on the on the SF group. Right, right, right. So helpful. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so besides the social aspect, um, I guess just in general, how does planner painting help you with your life right now? I know you said that it's like your me time and stuff, it's but, me time. <laughs> but what else do you think it helps you? Um, I think it lets my daughter see a different side of me. That do not disturb mommy's side. Mommy is actually important right now. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I've grown as an organizer because uh, me and Gia had to start contacting galleries and organize people and location. That really helps too. Oh yeah, you. It, it also took me to places I've never been before. We've moved down to Bay Area for nine years now. My husband and I are both homebodies, and we don't have really much have much friends around the Bay Area. Joining this group takes me all over the Bay. So normally we ask people what are some tips you could offer for people who want to get into planner painting. But for you, no, but for you, I, I want to challenge you to come up with some tips for people, like for parents <laughs> who want to. Who want to start painting? For parents? Yeah. Ha. Huh. Arrange your kids to be looked after by somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there are times where my daughter is quiet, but you don't know when that is. And you don't know when that will end. The suspense. <laughs> I don't know. Am I going to be called in the next five minutes? I don't know. Can I? And painting is something that you need to get into a zone. Put on your headphones, you get into it. It can't just be called out, you know. It's hard to get back in. So I need a guaranteed block of time that she will not disturb me. But you, your husband can help, right? So you guys can coordinate a time. <laughs> well, it depends on what time. If I put her down for bed and she still comes out, mommy, uh, I can't sleep. There's a spider in my room and things like that. Then my husband can go. But if it's a existential crisis, like, I don't think I'm going to enjoy life anymore. I don't think I'll ever be happy. <laughs> that, and that needs me, emotional support. Oh, my God. Kids at seven years old, do they think oh. about those already? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that, that needs me. Needs a hug, a calm down, full body massage. And Aww. then distract her with some other things, you know funny stories from her baby time such a great mom oh it's necessary for her to stay in the room Mm. if i do a willy-nilly josh will come up come back out again (laughs) okay okay then what are some tips for people in general like maybe non-parents how do you start planner painting yeah so my uh shade you need to find shade or put on sunscreen and sunscreen uh, bug spray and uh, portable foldable stools mm-hmm. from REI, very mm-hmm. important. Oh, if you go out, if you have a support group like this and you go out, you know you're going to meet people, bring a waterproof picnic blanket. <laughs> Not for yourself, to attract friends like sticky fly pads. It's like, hey, I got space. You want to sit here? You know, because otherwise sitting on the grass is going to give you a wet butt. <laughs> so that's how you attract friends and that's talk cute. to me. Let's chat. <laughs> um, let's see. Don't buy cheap paint. 
<laughs> it's, it just okay. frustrates people. I used to buy the expensive stuff and the inner Asian in me goes, oh my God, that stroke was 50 cents. And it's in the wrong place. Ah! And I have to spend another 50 cent stroke to cover that, uh, that bad placement. But it's okay. You get used to it. Eventually you'll go, okay. As long as the paint is does what you want to do. Because let's face it, if you're starting out, you're bad at it. And at least this way, if you get good paint, you eliminate that variable that the paint is difficult to work with. So if anything goes wrong, it's your own fault. <laughs> that probably sounds bad to me. I would rather blame the paint. <laughs> well, then you have two bad variables. Right? At least you know it's not the paint's fault. You just have to work on yourself. <laughs> Don't know if that helps. Yeah, also reach out to people. You should say artisan, nice. Don't be rude and don't be uh, long-winded. Reach out to people with short, succinct questions that to the point. People can answer easily. Okay. Yeah. All right, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Kaylee. Thanks for listening. We love hearing from you. Feel free to write us a review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms. Leave us a comment on YouTube or just message us on Instagram. If you want to support us, please consider donating on Homeroad. You'll find a link in the description. All right, see you again soon.